0: Hello, this is Dr. Beverly Wright, and thank you for listening to Tag Data Talk, sponsored by Emory Continuing Education and hosted by Aspirant. Tag Data Talk covers topics on the current state and outlook of analytics and data science. We use an interview format with professionals and academics to discuss use cases, future trends, talent and skills, organizational structures, and tool advancements related to data science and analytics. Thanks for listening. With us today, we have Pianca Jane, author of Behind Every Good Decision, and president and CEO of A-Ring. And we're talking about framing business problems for analytics. Thanks for joining us, Pianca.
1: Thank you for having me. We're really excited to be here.
0: Awesome. Um, except you're in Sunnyvale, California, so I'm kind of jealous. We're over here in Atlanta. Uh,
1: yeah, it's really sunny here.
0: <laughs> yeah, hence the name. Let's start off with um an introduction. I've I've been a fan of yours. Uh, I really like your book and and I've read it several times. Um so let's start off with an introduction and tell us why you're so cool. <laughs> oh,
1: thank you. Um why I am so cool. Well, um uh, you know, I uh, there is there is a big huge data deluge here in this world of digitization and democratization of data, and um, I'm really passionate about being able to leverage the data and uh, insights we have, have at hand to drive decisions. And in that process, um, as you just mentioned, um, I have a couple of books. One of the books behind every good good decision is an Amazon bestseller also get to write for Forbes and Harvard Business Review, and I get to, on a day-to-day basis, solve client problems uh, using analytics training and consulting, uh, data science, machine learning, um, applied to solving business problems and drive significant results. So that's, uh, that's what's exciting in my life.
0: Very cool. And how long have you been at this?
1: Uh, I would say 15 plus years. I started for, out from academia, had two masters, and both of my thesis involved applied statistics. Uh, and then, when I got out, uh, you know, of course, at that point there was no career as data science and analytics. And yep. slowly, I found my way into Adobe. That was my first real on-the-job applied analytics job. It was a senior analyst job uh, in marketing, um, as, as part of marketing. That's pretty much where I started learning how to use the you know the stat I knew or the math I knew to really start improving engagement with the customers uh, serving better products you know understanding increasing targetable universe and and so on it all of that learning started from uh, from back then for me from adobe and then carried on to uh, paypal and now continues here over the last uh, 7 years um, i've been consulting uh, and training thousands of professionals uh, both within the organizations within corporate um, you know, working with the LND, as well as on the other side, uh, on the individual track, uh, basically training people um, on how they can become data scientists or how they can become citizen analysts, and then also on the the uh, uh, consulting side, you know, solving big problems.
0: Fantastic, thank you. Um, well, let's start with the definition. We talk about framing business problems. What the heck does that mean? Tell us, tell us uh, your thoughts about the definition of of framing. Yeah, I mean,
1: that is number one problem that I see when I go into organizations and, and you know, we start talking about what is what is being missed. Uh, many, I mean, organizations who are further down in the analytics maturity, who are closer to where they have a team, they have data scientists on staff, they have statisticians, mm-hmm. um, analytics professionals, they have data, they have some data maturity. You ask, you know, the number one the most common problem that's most prevalent these organizations, which are a little bit mature in in terms of analytics maturity, the number one problem is you know we have data scientists. They are working on things. The models are being created. Some really cool ones. They're using AI and deep learning and um, leveraging IBM Watson. Or, or you know we have thousands of KPI dashboards. But really, I'm my me, my team, especially talking to the pe- heads of BUs, we are not able to. Uh, we're not able to use what they have. Uh, I don't know what they're doing. They're solving some really cool, cool problems. They're, they're doing some cool work, but I'm not sure my team is able to leverage it. I'm not able to leverage it. Uh, and, and that's kind of the biggest problem that you would see mm. or that we hear from our clients. Mm-hmm. And so the question they ask is, you know, what, why is it? Is it like, where is the mess? And and the myth there this, in that situation is basically framing. People are, uh, you know, all good intentions. People are doing what they, they, uh, you know, they are, you know, people are working with the right things. It's just that the two sides, the stakeholders, the business stakeholders, and the data scientists or the, and the analyst community, uh, they don't come together mm-hmm. to understand, align with each other, and understand what the real business problem well you know, not framing the problem. So, and we have tons of that example. I mean, we've done it ourselves where we have gone in and clients have asked us, uh, you know, build us a churn model. Mm -hmm. Um, And you, you know, without spending too much time, we would go about, you know, we may have gone about basically building a model, thinking this is a telecom client. We know how to do customer churn there, but that, and the model gets built, thousands of hours spent. Uh, but it doesn't get used, and mm. and what happened there essentially is, uh, you know, we the we didn't understand uh, the intent behind the ask. We didn't understand right. the business consideration. All of those things are different for different clients. The timeline, the action lines. So um, this is the most common problem that that we see, and and our way around solving that is using the framework that we use, uh, and thereby you know reducing the chances that this happens. It right. doesn't so, happen very very.
0: Just to reiterate, the um, if you think about, just to make sure I'm understanding you and our, our listeners are catching this, if you think about okay. the life cycle of an analytics project that sort of starts with what's the business question? Like something is noticed, something goes wrong, or some kind of opportunity mm-hmm. exists. Um, yeah. And what we're hearing, um, if I understand you correctly, is that the business and the analytics professionals, that communication, the business people are saying things like, um, You know, and I hear this all the time too, Bianca. It some it kind of you know, it's interesting to keep hearing it. But I hear things <laughs> like, um, "Is there a correlate between?" Or, you know, "Can mm-hmm. you build us a, a churn model where?" Or, mm-hmm. and they don't. Mm-hmm. That's not really the ask. And it sounds mm-hmm. like you're saying what the ask really should be is, "Tell me more about what you're trying to solve, not just don't tell me to go run a churn model or build a churn model." Um, Is that where you're? Is that where you're saying?
1: Well, well, uh, you know the requests will start like that,
0: mm-hmm. right? Uh, do you see
1: a relationship between, you know, we have uh, another client of ours. We have, uh, you know, we have, marketing do, is doing these things, sales are doing these things. What influence does marketing have on the closing of the deal, mm-hmm. right? This is a good question to start with, uh, or, or it could have been even, "This can you build me a marketing mix model." That's that's fine that the that the question surfaces that way but that's not where um, the, the the analyst should not run with that question mm. the analyst should spend time clarifying that space um, with the business question framework we have which is listed which is uh, described in detail in the behind every good decision book uh, but basically the business question framework which basically helps the analyst align with the stakeholder. Uh, by asking questions of under, understanding the intent behind the ask. You know, wh- why are you asking this? Uh, what is not being done currently? Uh, are we talking about U.S. or all over the world, global? You know, where is this happening? What are the potential reasons it's happening? All of those things are, you know, what will give you inform the intent behind the ask. Mm-hmm. And then there are other aspects, which is the business consideration. You know, when do you need this buy? Who are the stakeholders? Who, who's the, uh, who take, makes the decisions on these? What actions will be taken from this? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a business consideration and then together intent with business consideration, what you might come out, the, you know, the original ask could be, you know, build me a market mix model or, you know, what influence does marketing have on sales? But the final answer is something like, you know, we are spending, you know, X million dollars on these five events.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, which of these in conjunction with other things that are happening is more effective than the other? Completely different questions, right?
0: Right, right. So
1: that's what happens in real life.
0: Okay. This front end of understanding what they're actually trying to solve, who it's for, how they're going to use it, all these mm-hmm. kind of questions is sort of being overlooked because um, if I understand your description, and I'm seeing the same thing, like I mentioned, yeah. that sometimes yeah, yeah. the businesses will, it's almost like they're trying to help you and they're they're trying to speak the language. And so they're, they're asking for something that, you know, like build me a churn model instead of saying like, mm-hmm. well, here's what I'm trying to, here's what I'm faced with. This is what I'm trying mm-hmm. to accomplish. This is what I want mm-hmm. to say at the end. So how Mm -hmm. help us fix this? Like, how do we? How much is on the business? How much is on the analytics professional? Like, how do we adjust and do something better?
1: Yeah, I mean the the doing of the better is it's actually on both the sides, but I think it can be driven by the analytics side, where you where the analyst can spend time asking the right questions of the right stakeholders getting the right stakeholders in the re, uh, in the room and asking the right questions to understand really why is this being even asked at this particular time and space you know why is it this being asked what actions people are ready to take so we have the as part of the bother framework that is discussed in the there's that is, that is our recipe from going from data decisions and that is the core um you know recipe that we empower both you know uh, Googles of the world as well as the individuals. That framework is discussed in the behind of a good decision. And the first uh, you know bar that stands for the five steps in uh, in this process. And the first part of that is B is business question. and there's a framework uh, that we have, which is also discussed in the book. And if you were to follow that framework, which is a template of sorts, like these are the kind of questions you ask to understand the intent, these are the questions you ask to understand the business consideration and marry this together, and this is what you get. Mm-hmm. Um, once you start, you know, of course, the first time you read it, you know, you, it may it may take some time to percolate, but, you know, you read that, uh, you practice it, and then by the third or the fourth time you're practicing it, it will become very intuitive and kind of your um, your game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, that is what you would want to use to really understand, start framing, you know, start understanding uh, that start understanding what really is being asked, uh, but doesn't stop there, right? So the the first step is the business question, understanding the question. But as you know, uh, from you know being having led analytics and practice analytics for so long, um, it's good that we have understood what the goal is now. Laying out a plan, right? Plan before you do. Uh, but the plan also has to align with the stakeholders. So, uh, And this is where the influencing is starting. So many, many analysts think, you know, oh, I've built the best model. Now can I influence people around me with that model? Can they just act on it? Uh, and that doesn't work that way, right? Like people need to be, you need to be solving something that the people are wanting to be solved that needs to be in the context of what stakeholders are looking for. And so the second part of this framework is analysis plan, which is, you know, lay out a hypothesis-driven plan and make sure your stakeholders align with it. Again, uh, so you know, here's the problem that we identified. This is these are my definitions. Um, this is the methodology I'm looking to use. These are the uh, uh, you know hypotheses, and then a criteria to prove/disprove. This is the what the data specification would look like. These are the timelines. These are the people who are working on it. Uh, these are the decision makers. Are we aligned? Are we aligned with this entire uh, analysis plan? And once you have that alignment. Then you're locked and loaded. Then you're trying the prompt for the stakeholders to start acting on. When you're ready to, when you're ready with your early insights, they're ready to take this, take it and 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 uh, hit the road running. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the second part of framing, which is frame the question, but then also lay out a plan which is in alignment. Where where um, your first thing you're doing is planning before you're doing, but the second most important thing is that you're aligning with the stakeholders. Got it. And what their needs are.
0: Got it. Okay. What would you say, um, I mean, aside from the fantastic book that lays out the B-A-D-I-R very well, what would you say is the number one piece of advice that you would give to a new analytics professional? These are people that may not realize that there is a struggle in setting up the business question so that um, you can develop something that's meaningful. But what one piece of advice would you give to an analytics professional trying to move their company to take business problem framing a little more seriously
1: yeah the the, one of the biggest things that new professionals do is to start from data yep uh they just you know like they're so excited about data and they're like okay give me all the data and i'll like i'll go and find insights for you from there
0: yes i know (laughs) that's
1: like swimming in the pacific ocean and saying ah i'm gonna go find the treasure hidden treasures in there like (laughs) no plan Uh, what is the treasure that the business is looking for? Where are the possible locations for those treasures? So really, uh, again, going back to Bader, but basically don't start from data. Mm -hmm. Uh, It it, it is a data to decisions framework or this approach is data decisions, but actually it doesn't start from data. It starts from understanding What is needed here? Why? Who is needing what? Why is it needed? Who is ready to take what action? Framing, like as I said, like basically figuring out the front part before you even touch the data. And what you would realize is, if you do that right, the data specification you would write write after you know, as part of your analysis plan, is going to be a smaller subset of what you would find yourself if you ask for all the data. Much, much, much smaller set. Maybe even aggregated. And that would get you answers much quickly than if you were to start swimming in the data ocean and saying data lakes these days and saying, you know, I um, let me see what I can find about the business dynamics. You you probably are unlikely to find much there because you're not you're not um, focusing your effort.
0: Fantastic. I I wish you could see my emphatic head nodding right now because um, students and as far as my I mean, even people that work for me. They always want to start with the data. And and mm-hmm. I, I sort of, even with students, I used to withhold the data. So you can't mm-hmm. look at the data yeah. until you frame the problem more. So yeah. um, as always, fantastic advice. Um, thank you so much for being a Absolutely. part of this conversation. Absolutely. Thanks again so much, Pianca Jane, for joining us to talk about framing business problem for analytics. My, my pleasure, you here. Thanks for listening to Tag Data Talk, sponsored by Emory Continuing Education, hosted by Aspirant. Have a great data set.